1: And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We are actually finally live from Theo Luis's garage. We are, and uh, a little bit of mess up there. Who are you, brother? I'm Jose. Who are and, you? And I'm Angel from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Listen, we're really sorry that you guys had to wait, but you know, as you know, we are on Twin Time, and Twin Time is our time. And we're doing it out of Theo Luis's garage, so anything can happen. This time, what happened was Jose. Anyway, if you guys need to know, I violated some music licensing rights a little while ago. Yeah, I, I that's get the way it. to do it. That's what Shout. you call pirate radio in the 21st century, folks. So Life 365 gave me a slap in the hand, and that's why we were off the air for a little while. I apologize. But nevertheless, we have a fantastic show. Oh, for the record, I'm not going to violate any other laws. So if anybody's listening from the FCC or from, <laughs> or from uh, BMI. Or, His brother will. I'm not going to do it again. But we have a fantastic show uh, ahead of us. As we've been telling you all for uh, the last week or two, the legendary Rock of the 80s DJ, Richard Blake. He paid us a visit, and uh, you're going to hear the interview, and uh, it's going to be fantastic. Or like we like to say it in the barrio, Ricardo Machetes. <laughs> Ciao. So that's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we added... A very special guest. Actually, we are honored to have very honored the uh, our beloved and Sunset Strips and the world's beloved Love and a Thirty Eight in the house. también. showing everybody how to rock it. They're going to be here. They're going to help us give away a pair of tickets to their Friday the Thirteenth show. Plus, they're going to—they brought one of their hot ass tracks. And uh, I don't know if anybody. Of course, you've been following them. They gave us a teaser on that video. Uh, what do you say? WTF? I want the rest of it. What's up? Anyway, well, we're going to have a little chat with them. It'll be a shorty, but it'll be a bitchin' one. So you guys stick around. And uh, what else do we got? Well, of course, Jonesy's in the house with the um, current events.
2: What's up? What's up? What's up?
1: Nobody so, does it like Jonesy. Nobody does it like Jonesy. Mm-hmm. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are watching uh, our your posts on Facebook, so feel free to chime in. Uh, post things on our wall because that's the best way to contact us. Also, you can tweet us on Twin Talk Show for Twitter and Twin Talk Show for Facebook. And make sure you uh, you get on there. If you're not one of our Facebook uh, friends yet, get on there because that's where you'll be able to win tickets to. 11 to 38 at the Roxy, Friday the 13th. It's a Friday the 13th show, so test your luck, brought folks. Brought to you by. Test your luck. Brought to you by. Coffin. House. And. Or Coffin (laughs) Case. Coffin Case. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Coffin Case. And Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, because that's how we roll. And who else? There's another. And now Rock and Roll Gangstar. Say that again
3: Rock and Roll roll Gangstar Apparel.
1: Look at that. Rock rock and Roll Gangstar Apparel. Also bringing you the Friday the 13th with Loving a 38. Now, as you heard, they're here, and we're going to get to them soon enough, or else they're going to drink all my beer. (laughs) Shit. Anyway, so them. you got some shout-outs, brother. Brother, I got some cool shout-outs. Tina Bowman, thanks for the friend request, homegirl. It's great to have you on. I hope you listen some more. Bianca Swift, you're not old, homegirl. Puro Vintage, ciao. <laughs> Lupe Andrade, happy birthday. And the Familia Aguirre, Robert and Michelle, congratulations. You guys won tickets to 11 to th- Angel, stop turning off your microphone. <laughs> La Familia Aguirre won tickets to 11 to 38. Congratulations, Robert and Michelle. Uh, Glenn Cantrell, Veronica Marin, and Jean- Jeanette Christine. Hello there. And all my BP peeps. Edmund Robles. Happy birthday, bro. Steve Crumley, Ma- Mary Lou Aguirre, Myrna F- Frausto, and Jesse Claire, Jessica Hart. Hello to you and all your battle buddies from the 101st Airborne. Welcome Screaming
2: back. Raymond Eagles. Shoo.
1: Susie, Rolando, and Wanda Gonzalez. Mucho gusto mirarlos este fin de semana. Espero que se la pasen bien esta semana. Y todos los días también. Tiffany LeCroix from uh, Club Redemption. Is, is that French or what? What is that? It's, uh, it's Creole, actually. It's, She's my Creole. Oh, so, yeah, homero. Creole, French. Yeah. There you Le go. go. Yeah, she's uh she hooks up this really cool club, a, a reggae style club over called Club Redemption Redemption in L.A. Look it up. She's gonna tag us on Facebook, so look up that event. Sarah Peralta, what's up? And Paul Martin in England. Hey, brother, right on in saving homeboy's life. Let me tell you, UK cameraman in England. He's Brocks. He is a freelance video journalist in England. Follow him on Twitter, UK cameraman. UK cameraman you know he saved a life today awesome listen to or follow him on tweets he might be able to save yours también you never know and let's say hello to Danny's bro Dean Kernan where is he at
4: Uh, he's in Napa in NorCal hey bro when you come down
1: bring me a bottle of wine don't lie he's in Vallejo right next door dude (laughs) (laughs) that's cool (laughs) that's cool hey man thanks for listening brother one more shout out five minutes from Vallejo one more shout out to my daughter samantha she just opened her her uh haircut place so if you guys ever want to cut your hair express cuts in el monte at ten four twenty laura Souza road her number is 626-7800-928 express haircuts express haircuts way to go sister my lovely niece so that's the shout outs for now everyone else i'll catch you guys next time thanks for listening to all our new listeners Face, Facebook us and uh, we'll give you a shout out next time. And remember that you could, uh, you stand by on our show. Keep listening because we're going to be talking with Love and the 38. They're going to help us give away some tickets to the show for Friday night, the 13th. Not that we need help. And, of course, the legendary DJ of the 80s and still on Sirius XM Radio on First Wave, Richard Blade. So now it's time for some current events. Hey, Jonesy, how you doing, babe? Hey,
2: everybody. How y'all doing?
1: Fantastic. Everybody hearing Jonesy. So what's up? What's going on now?
2: You know, not much going on these days. No. Never, never any really? news. Okay, of course. Really, you guys ready for this? baby,
1: uh-huh. uh-huh. come on. I'm dying to know what's the stupid state of the week.
2: Oh, of course. You know, it comes from down south, <laughs> where everything's bigger and supposedly better.
1: <laughs> A bunch of big potato-eating hey, women up there. Hey baby, and when it down. comes to me, you go south. It's
5: better, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: can't... TMI for uncles. Okay,
2: once again, <laughs> something I didn't want to know. Put it in a little box. Shut the box. Uh... Kick it far, far away. Hi, Mama Linda. Okay. Well, as if you didn't have enough people on Twitter and enough people tweeting their every life's desire and every single step of their day Uh joining Saddam Hussein Adolf Hitler and Lucifer public enemy number one Osama (laughs) Bin Laden is now tweeting from hell
1: what (laughs) what I like that I already like it I mean even though he's a loser
2: oh well I mean go follow him what is he
5: tweeting
1: I
2: I got a couple of his tweets here Uh, one says that Celine Dion music kept me up all night (laughs) or all freaking night hell really sucks (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Um, another one I've got is, Obama thinks it's a big deal that he found me. I've been on Twitter this whole time. Like, <laughs> You know, I mean, really, there's nothing better than tweets from a dead man.
1: And from Osama bin Laden. And
2: from Osama bin Laden. I, I'm actually and quite he's, And he's in hell? And he's in hell.
5: Oh,
1: I saw if that there's tweet. One that says, you know, there's what?
2: one that said uh, something about, man, someone turned on my location and it gave it away. Basically, he's in hell. So now it says, tweeting from hell. <laughs> <laughs> You know,
1: I think I saw that because he's in hell. I saw that tweet. It said, "Charlie, man, there's no tacos down here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they all have bland salsa. (laughs) No salt. (laughs) No salt. (laughs) No hay limón para mi
2: tequila. There's only one tortilla, so they break apart every time you try to bite it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing worse than stale tortillas, dude. Look. Let me tell you something. If I ever open a Mexican restaurant, the secret is going to be in the tortillas. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed, no matter where you go, whether it's fast food or your supposed Mexican cuisine, they steam they the steam tortillas. They steam the tortillas, yeah. They Did fall you know, apart. Let me give you a lesson to all you listeners who are not of the Hispanic heritage. <laughs> tortillas come half, half raw in the package. They're meant to be cooked, not heated. In an open flame. Yeah, you're supposed to cook it. You've got to finish Cooking it like when you get those, you know, what are those little croissants? They're kind of soft and hard, and you Pillsbury. You, Pillsbury, you still got to cook them. That's what a tortilla is. It's half raw dough, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when I open my Mexican restaurant and I have eleven of thirty-eight blasting on the corner there, and drinking with us, <laughs> they're all going to be saying, They're going to be saying, "Damn, these freaking burritos are delicious." And I'm going to say, "The secret is in the tortilla because I cooked the tortilla." Anyway, back to Jonesy. Okay, Jose. Okay. That was pretty deep.
2: (laughs) Pretty deep, indeed. Let's go down to Florida. In Hallandale, Florida, two deaf men were stabbed. What? In a bar. Poor guys. They were stabbed in the Ocean's Eleven bar. Two deaf men
1: walk into a bar. One
2: guy guy was (laughs) off. They don't say anything.
1: (laughs) One guy was on being stabbed, and the other guy didn't hear (laughs) That's pretty fucked up.
2: Well, it gets better. It gets better. Um, They were sitting at the table. There was three of them at the table, and they were signing. Obviously, they don't speak or hear, so they (laughs) sign. I'm sorry. Yeah, but we tag. (laughs) Well, they were signing to each other when a 45-year-old woman, Barbara Lee, from another table, assumed that they were throwing gang signs at her. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) So she
2: approached the table. And basically annoyed, they like shooed for her to leave and continued signing. Um, she left and returned with a 19-year-old Mario Ibanez who stabbed him. Ibanez. Ibanez.
1: It's like the guitar. Okay, go ahead.
2: Ibanez, who basically stabbed him.
1: I wonder how he signed his name, like he's playing a guitar. Okay, <laughs> he was there. No, Ibanez was
2: it. Ibanez was the guy who stabbed.
1: Oh, I see. I was
2: like, huh? But yeah, basically he stabbed him. Um, so two of the for guys- For doing sign language. For doing sign language because they were throwing up gang signs.
1: Dude, you could hate crime that one. That's total hate crime. Yep. Yeah, they I think
2: only, of that. They only got charged um, with assault with a deadly weapon.
1: Oh, poor guy, man. And it's actually- but It's all like, over the world now. But I bet you if they were Hispanic- Where did that Or happen? gay. And Flo Rida? Hispanic or minority gay uh, deaf guys, it would be a hate crime. Oh, but definitely. because they're white guys, see that reverse racism's got me I sick totally and tired. That, what, what what What's that?
4: I think you're totally right
1: about that. I'm nonsense. totally right. Let me tell you, I get so frustrated. Christina always gets mad at me because I'm like, oh, Jose, you get so angry. But you know what? I'm defending you, I tell her. You're blonde and blue eyed, and there's reverse racism. But it's, <gasps> in, but it's in Florida. Isn't that like the South? Yeah. Um, so well, 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 no, the no, 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 no.
2: Florida is not really the South. Northern the South for... ends at about Georgia.
1: Ironically speaking, but that's the further south of.
2: It, Florida is is not the south. Ironically, one. northern Ford, Florida is
1: considered the south, the deepest south, and after that, it's just tropical. We'll Jacksonville,
2: so, uh, yeah, not really. All so I know well.
1: is that there's too much reverse racism. Okay, I mean, yeah. white people Rever- have rights too. <laughs> <laughs> I love my white people.
2: White is right. Wait, no, wait, wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that was Hitler's tweet. I just read it. My bad. Here's, I, here's what
1: I got to say. Listen, too often you hear about fights going on. And you know what? Somebody got in a fight with someone else because I thought you were ugly or you pissed me off and I hit you. And if you're, if you're a Mexican, I'm going to call you a fucking wetback. Oops, I don't want to swear. A wetback.
2: Not just a wetback, an effing wetback. Effing
1: wetback because I'm mad at you. Not because I hate Mexicans, but because I'm mad at you. And if I say you're a crazy chink, it's not because I hate Asians. <laughs> it's because I'm mad at you. It's... It's because you put too much salsa in. The so problem. it's just because
2: they slowed down right in front of you on the freeway. Gosh! <laughs> but you
1: <laughs> but know, if you, but, but if you, know, you say,
2: "Hey, you stupid
1: white boy, you know, redneck." It's not a hate crime. So that's wrong. So do you? So what you're saying is that uh, the our Car- Caucasian brothers and sisters should have the right to come back or to say something, and uh, not no, be, what I'm saying is that, or it's, or if I got stabbed and I was white. Then I should be able to say, hate crime, hate crime. No, you know what? Novato was just mad at me. I should say, I I would rather, let's be careful with that. I would rather not be that stupid hate crime law because any crime is a hateful crime. Exactly. You know, so if you're socking somebody because he's gay, you're hating him. So whether he's gay or or, or heterosexual, you're hating on him. So we're having the wrong conversation when we say that, oh, well, you know, it's not fair. You're having the wrong conversation. I'm having the right conversation. Because you were saying. Because you were saying that, okay, well, it's not fair because of this diverse, racial, whatever you said. Yeah. And and all it is, is it's the same thing. You're just responding with the nope. same kind of No, it is thing not the was, same thing. It is. It's the same kind of, you're perpetuating the same no, thing. No, I'm not. I'm, what I'm saying is, is this. You're responding to what the I'm same? What I'm saying is it's a ridiculous law in the first place because it, uh, often it's it's being, um, it's being misconstrued. abused. Misconstrued. Yeah, and misconstrued. But it's okay for black people it's to off. make fun of the white people. But see, because every you go, I, watch, you watch any minority. It's not uh, our I,
2: fault they can't dance. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you go to any 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 laugh factory or comedy store, and the minorities are making fun of the white folk. But rarely will you see a white man making fun of the brown folk or the black folk because okay. they're going to be okay. That's hey, not I'm true. Hear, I'm hearing you. I but beg to differ.
2: There is. I, I beg said rare. I said rarely. Because, I said rarely. You know, rarely. when you look at the younger generations, everybody makes fun of everybody, and I can't say that you know. I, I I don't hear it. I, I did say it. rarely,
1: but you know what? I, I I still I still disagree because I disagree because we're got, we're we're, but we're, see, we're more and is, more in the age you may of have political good, correctness. You may have a good, and everyone's afraid to say something because else in your your racist. But see ridiculous. that the discussion shouldn't be there. It shouldn't this discussion shouldn't even happen? It's like that's not fair, and then someone else is going to say that's not fair, and so it's just going to go back and forth. That's my point. So it's it shouldn't be there in the first place. Exactly. Like like um, you know. Um, What's that again? Like the, freaking the quota m- when you hire moko in your nose. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> nose. Hey.
2: Affirmative action. Hey, uh, affirmative
1: action. Do I have a moko in my nose. <laughs> hey, I, hey al- Rob- although
2: I honestly let me let me speak this one. When it comes to affirmative action,
1: <laughs> he believes I- <laughs> in <laughs>
2: <laughs> If only you guys could see him he's right now. He <laughs>
1: himself, he thinks he's got a moko on his nose. You can never be too sure.
2: When it, when it comes to affirmative action, I must say, I, I honestly think it's kind of stupid. I understand where it came it's from originally, stupid. but nowadays, it's like unions. There's a time when it needs to go.
5: Well, Although, unions, unions I will are, tell
2: you, I'm the first person to take use of it. Uh, because well, I'm a female, and I'm black, and I'm Mexican. Unions so as long as are, it's there, baby, I will use it.
1: Lulu, Lulu, I'm baby. Crystal. I'm that's, Crystal. That's, that's like, what? Oh, no, no, it's Lulu. That's, that's what Lulu. I feel about the curtains in the bathroom, baby. They were okay for a while, but <laughs> They're not good anymore, baby. <laughs> Here's Anyway, hey, all I know is that Robert Aguirre says, what did he say? Está cabrón either way, Holmes. <laughs> it is, Ese. Hey, uh, thanks for listening there, Mr. Uh,
2: real quick, real quick. I just got Twin Talk a brand new follower. Shout out to Anna Alvarez, right, former Anna. devil dog from 29 Palms, California. That's how I met her, and she's in New York. So we're heading up all over the world. What is her name? Anna Alvarez. Anna Hi,
1: Alvarez. Anna. I see you online there. It's nice. a devil dog. It's some kind of. It's club. It's Marine
2: Corps. Anyways, it's the worst club.
1: Back to another current event. Let's move okay. on. Okay.
2: Next current event. Um, I, I, you guys, I lost my place. Okay, let's go up to Virginia. Um, in Stafford, Virginia, twenty, an eighteen-year-old guy dresses up in a cow uniform or a cow costume.
1: costume
2: and robbed Walmart for 26 gallons of milk.
1: <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, didn't we already use this one? I heard that one before. Not for me. I think Mama Mama Linda used that, no, you ever use
2: that one. No, that was a new one. It just happened Monday.
1: Did I just hear <laughs> no, I You like, know what? Wait I, just, I, was, I, just
2: I I'm it, like bro. I worked all day on this cuz last week's news sucked so bad. Did I
1: just have an ESP thing or going on? Is that what cuz I swear to god I heard that.
2: When you're black, it's called ESPN. It's not
1: ESP, <laughs> it's called it's oh, I'm called sorry, deja that vu. was a racial, racial Or deck. deja vu. No, deja vu. Well, maybe. Deja vu.
2: Yeah, so this kid. Um, he dresses up
1: in a cow costume. A cow
2: costume. Um. Robbed Walmart for twenty six gallons of okay, milk. Okay, what state? In Stafford, Virginia. Okay. And they don't know how he actually got the twenty six gallons of milk out out of Walmart. They said people were watching him, he actually crawled out of the Walmart exit copying <laughs> cattle. Oh and my gosh. Basically the way And they he was t-
1: saying, Move. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Get show me your way, bro. <laughs> show me your tits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, supposedly this costume showed part of his face. So he was apprehended later in the night at McDonald's.
1: At hey, McDonald's?
2: Yeah, yep. he was eating his brothers. <laughs> he, he
1: was like, Where's the beef?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. later apprehended at McDonald's with a costume in his car.
1: Oh, my God. 26
2: gallons of milk. Oh, and he was giving them away outside of Walmart. 26
1: gallons of milk on the wall. They're they calling gallons. him a
2: Robin Hood. He, was, he stole all the milk and was handing it outside of Walmart. In the Really? Parking lot.
1: What, was he high? Did they find him the, stoned you know, or something?
2: And that's the thing. I was researching this one, and I Dude, couldn't find any answer. I'll they have no idea why he stole it. I'll tell you what <laughs> he
1: was. He had a, a whole bag of Chips Ahoy and the Munchies. <laughs> he needed milk, eh? Okay? <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> I
1: homie. understand you, homie. Okay, on to the next one. Let's hear another one.
2: Okay, down to Cleveland, Texas. I thought you
1: were going to say Cleavage. Cleavage, Texas. <laughs>
2: Cleveland, Texas. If any of you guys follow me, Queen Jonesy, on Twitter, you'll know about this one. A man is recovering in the hospital after he was attacked by his house cat.
6: Uh,
1: he was attacked by his house cat and what his, happened? His cat. He was attacked was he, by the cat. Why, that's why he I, was hospitalized. I don't yes. like cats. I, never I hate cats. cats. Cat. They're
2: spawns of the devil. Well,
1: cats think they own you. They own the house. They own everything. And then they shed everywhere. They got, shed And they everywhere. cough balls. I got nothing wrong with them. And the <laughs> worst thing yeah. they do is, yeah, they <laughs> hack.
2: Oh. They're like, <laughs> have you ever seen a, call, a cat cough up a hairball? Uh oh, no Rose. oh you have problems so what happened him? under that what happened the basically chair. nobody even knows what the the fight started over i mean i don't even know what to call it an attack <laughs> the guy uh, said hey pussy get out of my way that's my right? chair like some kind of disturbance started between the animal and its owner
1: the animal had the remote control
2: yeah you know the owner he, said you're a pussy he get wanted out to change control. it from animal planet or something <laughs> i don't know well the cat went crazy and attacked him during this this fight, whatever you want to call it, the man grabbed a knife. I'll tell you what do you call it? And <laughs> it's a
1: cat fight.
2: <laughs> cat fight. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he must have been. A, never mind. Um, a cat too, <laughs> considering he owns a cat. That's a whole other story. But um. <laughs> The owner grabs a knife to stab his cat. So Whoa. you mu- you have to think, like, for you to grab a knife <laughs> and stab your own pet, it must be bad. Yeah. So he stabs the cat, stabs himself somehow in the fight with the cat. In the end, he's airlifted to the hospital oh is how God. bad his injuries were.
1: Where did this guy live? What part of Texas? In
2: Cleveland, Texas. And once again, they do not say his name anywhere, so I'm sure he was embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. That
1: was a mean pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was a bad putty tat.
6: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Okay, and keeping up with this, with Dallas, with Texas being uh-huh. our stupid state of the week. Okay, stupid state, okay, state of, stupid of the stupid week. Stupid state of the week. In East Dallas, uh, 26-year-old Michael Cooks was accused of breaking into the home of Jennifer Espinoza at about 7 in the morning. She left to take her daughter to school, comes back at 7.45, and... Michael Cooks is sitting on, in her kitchen sink, naked, eating the raw chicken she was defrosting for dinner.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So he's she eating came, raw chicken. She came home, and, and, and the guy was naked eating raw chicken.
2: Sitting in her sink. You forgot that part. In what state? Texas, where else? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right, you. Love that's Texas. foul. I know, that's Texas. Just, that's just foul.
2: Yeah, and more ways than one, right?
1: Why? What was he high or but what? Once
2: again, it just said basically he was sitting in the sink. As Jose um, would
1: say, that was foul. <laughs> he was sitting on the sink, okay. chicken. chicken foul, naked, Uh-oh. and
2: she's screaming at him to leave, and he's like unfazed. He well, just sits there. What was she saying? The Get, the... <laughs> Get the hell out of my house! And, I mean, and cheers,
1: guys. They're there drinking, dude.
2: Who knows what what she said to him, but she screamed and screamed at him to get out, and after he didn't leave...
1: It's because she she said the wrong thing. She was saying,
2: cheer, chicka, (laughs) chicka, 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 chicka. After she finally got you know fed up, she left the house because she didn't want to be in there with him. He locked her out of the house.
1: Who was he? Was he on PCP?
2: Once again, it does not say that he was on any drugs. I'm just like, what the hell's wrong with people? At least be drunk or Or high on something when you do it, so you gotta have an excuse. Uh Well, he locked her out of the house. Um, Basically, when the police got there, they had to kick in the door, and there were uh, they had to use moderate force to like restrain him. And I never get how people have to how police have to use moderate moderate
1: force. Yeah, what's moderate? Moderate
2: force. You know what moderate force is? It's my favorite thing when they tase naked people.
1: Don't tase me, bro. Boing,
2: you know, like Boing. that's my favorite thing. And I don't know, I just love stories where the cops you, tase you people know, who are naked. You like YouTube with that naked guy over
1: at. Uh, How come I don't hear you, bro. Will you, no. Will you stop turning off that microphone, dude? Did you see the naked guy at? Uh, Coachella, no, but I'm dude? looking that's at why it tell right you now. i to drink while we're, dude. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Let me tell you something. Get on Facebook. And check our friends Because people are trying to Become our friends Wait a minute I'm running a a, a camera And a mixer And a live show Oh yeah And you're drinking a beer The least you can do Is get on Facebook Hey bro For sake Uh, Well I'm glad that you're in touch I'm on Facebook by the way I'm glad that Because you're multitasking You're in touch with your feminine side Okay But, you know, but I, but I, updated, as long as you don't touch my, my feminine Facebook side, my, I'm good with that. on my droid here, and for some reason, I can't view my friends.
2: Okay. Okay, what well, was this naked what guy friends? at Coachella? Tell me he gets tased. <laughs> What's
1: that? Tell the guy the got na- tased. Oh, you just, uh, I don't know. Guy gets tased at Coachella. Okay,
2: I'm L- looking it up looking right it now, up. Yeah. and I will definitely post this was, to the um, um, Twin Talk Facebook site because you know, you guys know I, I love think it was people, or 20 people getting 20 old, tased. 2009. Naked, blurred, wizard, you tased, start? and beaten. Full video.
1: Danny XS says he did it. He was tasing that fool. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs>
2: you know, I'm to the point now where I want to carry one of those little pink ones. And just like, I dare someone. You know, I'd be like I'd be like driving t- down the tasers? street. like I dare you to get road rage with me because I will tase the shit out of you. <laughs> you have little
1: pink ones, like, like um, fashionable ones? I-, I
2: hope so. Yeah. If not, I'll market some. <laughs>
1: Baby, you're tough. You can handle it.
2: Oh, I, I just I'd like to have someone. one of
1: those little pink ones too, every once in a while. <laughs> I
2: didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what and,
1: else we got and, going and on? And stab it, tambien. And that is it. <laughs> and that's the That is events. it.
2: Let's let's end it with Texas because nothing is bigger or better than Texas stupidity. <laughs> awesome, Jonesy. And
1: you know what? That's pretty awesome that you're tweeting now. I saw that. I've been tweet.
2: on Twitter forever, but. but you don't tweet? I don't tweet.
1: What is your handle?
2: It's at Queen Jonesy because, you know, I'm the queen and. That's just how I roll.
1: Uh, everybody friend at Queen Jonesy on Twitter. Follow. You say follow. Okay. Friend <laughs> is Facebook. And follow her and uh like but she reserves the right to accept or reject your request. It's not a rejection, it's really just a mm. eh, I don't think so. <laughs> what is it, Jonesy?
2: It's really just my way of saying you're boof. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you Jonesy. There we are again uh with Queen Jonesy with the current events. Yay. Later on in the show, we're going to have Richard Blade, legendary, legendary DJ of the Rock of the 80s, also on Sirius XM. You can catch him on First Wave. He's got a show, a daily show, 12 to 6 p.m., and he plays all those old Rock of the 80s tunes, awesome stuff. So stay tuned. We're going to have some Loving to 38 and uh, all that good stuff. But in a little while, we're going to be talking to one of our sponsors in regards to something really fantastic it's it's why do you keep turning off that mic the gold refineries who we're going to be talking to why why do you keep turning off the mic i was uh uh anyway listen and for those of you who have been wondering what the heck's going on with the dollar well the dollar is going to crap and the best way to really kind of protect your investments is with gold and we have uh with us on the phone right now my brother who do we have we have Diana King. She's a gold refinery representative. And, uh, D- and Diana's on the phone to tell us a little bit about that. Diana, can you hear us? I can hear you. Thank you so much for bearing with us. You know, uh, and lately with what's going on in the economy and the, uh, and, uh, the way that uh, people have lost a lot of their income and their uh, investments, uh, people are talking about gold. Is that correct? That's correct. No. And you are with the Gold Refinery. Tell us about that.
7: Well, the Gold Refinery is the largest and the only home gold buying company that there is.
1: And what is a home buying gold home buying company?
7: Well, we basically go out to your home, we weigh, we test your gold, and we pay you top dollar for all of your unwanted gold and silver. And so
1: how does that work?
7: Well, basically, um, you can go to my website, which is thegoldrefinery.com, Jack Class Diana King, myself or another gold extra will come to your home. And like I said, test weigh, and pay you top dollar for your unwanted gold.
1: And why wouldn't I just go like to a pawn shop or something?
7: No, doing it, doing it this way to the gold refinery at your home with people that you invite provides a fun and safe environment for your friends and your family to sell the unwanted gold. And we pay top dollar.
1: Oh, cool. And so are you having events? I mean, how does this work? Uh, do, you, do you just post events or what's going
5: on?
7: Yeah, we like I said, you can go to my website. Um, on my website, you can um, book a party and I will come out. Myself or an ethical rep will come out and the host owns up to $400 in cash bonuses.
1: Wow, that's awesome. So again, where's it? Where's this at again? Excuse me? What, what's the next event going on? Okay, my
7: next event will be held in Bear Banks on the twenty first. To
1: RSVP, you can call 909-239-0796 and get paid. Awesome! So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you got gold or like you know that 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 uh, that uh, get, if you, you got, got that old that the you know your deal's teeth that uh, you know he ain't around no more, <laughs> his grill, bring it down because Diana King she'll pay you top dollar hey. for it. Take it out of his mouth.
5: We take it in for
1: gold. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Diana. Thanks for being in Di- Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We uh, appreciate it. Thank you very much, Diana. And make sure you guys to let them know that the twins sent you. And uh yes, please do. And uh and uh and that's it and make and get paid. That's uh, right. Thank you so much, Diana. Thank you guys so you know what that's what's going on a lot of times people don't know like okay we're tight on cash can't make the payments and the bills and we realize that we have a lot of gold or, or just stuff in the in, in our in our drawers that we can get rid of and make some money don't go to the pawn shop don't go to the pawn shop it ain't the way to go uh, dude turn on your mic Why are you giving your mic away? It's your mic. Because this that's the one that wasn't working, and now this one's working, Ugh. and now that one wasn't working. Listen, from now on, don't play mic shuffles without asking me, dude. Uh, bro. You're killing me with you're, that. You're passing the buck, brother. You're over there with a bunch of dials, and you don't realize yeah. that you're turning off my mic. No, I did it. That's you not, did, that's because right. Mic. This is. you're right. It's not my mic, because yeah. you told me to switch it, because the I other have, mic wasn't working, I which never, I don't I never know never why. I said to switch a mic. What did I say to switch a mic? I said to use the mic with her, with her phone. <clears throat> you're killing me. Anyway, we need to go to commercial. Let's go to commercial. But before we do, remember, folks, that when, when we come back, you're going to have a chance to win tickets for the Love in the 38 Friday, the 13th Rockin' Party at the Roxy. And we're going to have Rock of the 80s legend DJ VJ Richard Blade because he rolls like that with us.
0: Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m.
1: Hey, everybody. And if you're, if you're looking for the coolest t-shirts, wallets, and accessories, and all the cool at the best prices, the Scream Shop is the place. <laughs> the Scream Shop is in tune with all the firme styles and brands like Supra, Vans, Converse, and they just got a shipment of snapback hats. Yeah, don't forget the Scream Shop now carries stylish and cool Bicardi Fixie bicycles. So go to one of the Scream Shop cool locations at Riverside, Huntington Park, City of Industry, Santa Anita Mall, Arcadia, or just go online at www.thescreamshop.com and get your goods there. But it's better at Better Homes, give them the promo code Twin and get fifteen percent off your purchase. And go and. <laughs> Get the Fred, Their latest info on Facebook, también. The screenshot, Alternative Footwear, and more. And brother, don't drink while we're doing our show. 38 rock the sunset strip twin talk with jose and angel present a rockin friday the 13th when ryan hudson krishna danny XS, daniel isaac your ambassadors of rock 11 to 38 take the stage at the legendary roxy theater friday may 13th so shine up your scars Bring your rock and Lola, and take some shots at sunset with 11:38 at the Roxy Theater on May 13. And listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel for your chance to win tickets on www.twintalkcast.com. Get home.
0: You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel.
1: Hey everyone, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Let me tell you about my favorite place to eat, BB's, where breakfast is everything. I'm not kidding, I go there twice a week, at least. You know, they serve breakfast and lunch all day, and they do it with their own homemade spin. For instance, my favorite is the OMG Hawaiian bread French toast, dipped with crispy corn flakes and almonds, and they're homemade sweet cinnamon honey butter oh my god it's so good but you know what they also have a great vegetarian vegan and gluten free menu so go to BB's it's at 353 North Pass Avenue in Burbank that's BB's where breakfast is everything and don't forget mention the twins and they'll give you a discount BB's where breakfast is everything Anyway, we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thanks so much for standing by and listening to our craziness as we sort of self-destruct here. Uh, Turn on your mic. It's on, Loco. It's on. You know, do me a favor. Is this on? Do, do me a favor. Switch mics. Switch that mic. That's the one I gave you. That's your mic. You that That's on. your mic. Either way, it's still not on. That's your mic. Okay, hello? Don't move that mic anymore, please. Okay? That's your mic. Can you hear me? Yes. <coughs> Ugh. Okay, Angel, so listen. <laughs> that, that. see, I, I label the board. Okay. That's your mic. Well, you never good move for it. you. I don't see the freaking board. You don't need to. I'm the one running the board. I know, but when you're pointing at mics, you want, you know, I don't know no. what the heck you're talking about. you don't about. need to. That's your mic. Okay? Hi, Mike. <laughs> anyway. Welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thanks for standing by. As you know, as in, in a little while, we're going to be talking to Richard Blade, legendary rock of the 80s uh, DJ. Pero primero, we're going to be talking to Love in a 38 because they're in the garage with us because that's how we roll. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to Theo Luis's garage, Ryan Hudson, Justin Mer- <laughs> Sorry, he's a baby. I was of the just going to say, Love in a 38. Let them that greet exists, Krishna. ladies and gentlemen, Love in a 38. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, before we do anything, I got to test those mics out because we're doing mics. Playing mic shuffle. Can you give me that test on that one? Hold on, let me get no, the, the, the no, bottles out of the way. No, Can I give
6: you a test on this? Oh, hang on. Yeah, let's. All these these bottles are in the way of the mics. Give me one second here. Okay, it's a party at the, well, the Luis let me finish this really. Pull we'll that leaky blow off that mic,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party at Theo Luis's garage. Uh, unfortunately, it's caused a little bit of a ruckus, and we've mixed the microphones, and we don't know who has what. But <laughs> guys, thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Thanks, thanks for having us, man. No, listen. We really appreciate it. Listen, I I, I I called Danny recently. I said, "Hey, Danny, why don't you just show up to our garage?" And Danny's like, "Yeah, we're there, dude. No problem." And so, I really appreciate it, dude. And thanks for putting up with my brother and I. And I,
6: thanks for the beers. Uh, yeah, right on, <laughs> man. Hey, and by the way, we're we're still changing the brakes on my motorcycle, and we're done, right? <laughs> right on. Yeah, you got it, brother. Okay, with cool. <laughs> we got some,
1: we got some grease in here.
6: Thanks. So, Eddie, listen, hey guys, we have been promoting
1: all but the past few weeks. Eleven to thirty-eight, Friday the Thirteenth show. This Friday, yeah. Tell me about it. What makes this show like the show of all shows?
6: Well, it's uh, it's not just any show. It's going to be our uh, our video release show. Our very first official music video that we have ever made is nice. is finally completed. Nice. It is it is really impressive looking. We're really happy with the way it turned out, and we can't wait to show everybody. It is sexy as all hell, and we're. Uh, so we're going to be playing it right before we go on. A lot of good, a lot of good other bands playing. It's just always a party down, down whenever we do the Roxy. It's, it's an event. It's the event of the month down there. So uh, if you've been out to see us before, you know how much fun it is. If you haven't, this is a real good time to start because this one is going to be pretty over the top. And so. you guys are involved.
1: Yeah, Twin Talk. Twin Talk's involved in this one. <laughs> Brought to you by Twin Talk.
4: We he also can. got the guys from Coffin Case and Rock and Roll Gangstar Apparel involved as well, and uh, they're helping us out. Well, as and we really That's
1: a pretty motley crew, you know. Coffin it, Case and Twin Talk and uh, Number 38 I'm, and Gaxter rock and roll gangstar'm fr- <laughs> and, and gangsters as well <laughs> so, um, no, we, we were really honored. hey the, you know, the after
6: party is sponsored by gangsters <laughs> yeah. well let me
1: tell you I, I, a lot of people that I that I talk to about loving a 38 I tell them these guys are gangsters because you guys have a real kind of like renegade sound and attitude you know I mean like OG nice gangsters. Yeah, like OG yeah
5: yeah
1: you know just you just gotta Clean up those uh, those pants a little bit. You <laughs> yeah. have it right yeah. on the money. Now I really want to say that we are honored that you guys included us in this. We really are. You know, we're we're really trying to do uh, right by our listeners, and a lot of our listeners are big fans of yours. And the fact that you included us, it's just we just cool. appreciate
4: all the support, man.
6: Well, yeah, Absolutely you. I good. mean, you guys paid us a lot of money for
5: this. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> to go back and forth. Party with that. foul. Yeah. Do that again. I
6: can't be that.
1: <laughs> you just spilled beer, Angel. Ay, ay, ay. Stomp we're, it in. We're a distraction. <laughs> Just stomp it in. <laughs> be fine. So, you so So, okay. Uh, uh, let's talk about the lineup. Uh, do we want to talk about the lineup? Yeah, we a got a
3: new, new thing going on. Let's hear it. I'm the new guy. Junior.
1: Wait, wait. Junior. <laughs> okay, introduce the <laughs> new guy.
4: We, we killed our last bass player. We murdered him, literally murdered him. Buried him somewhere in Burbank, not too far from this okay,
6: place. Okay, Acc- accidental erotic asphyxiation does not count. <laughs> it's murder. No, actually, I don't heard, lie that shit, it was on purpose. <laughs> actually, I
1: heard it was like Spinal Tap, that spontaneous combustion, and he was there Were There were it also was a combination it well. of both. Yeah. Ain't nothing
4: spontaneous about it.
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah. okay, well, your we've name. got a new guy on base. We've
4: got
3: Justin Emmerd on bass.
1: Let's hear his background. Let's hear what's up with, how'd you get hooked up with these guys? I mean, do you regret it? No.
3: <laughs> I actually saw these guys uh, post an ad on MySpace about two and a half years ago, and they uh, they were looking for a bass player. I tried to get in. Something happened with the uh, the mail, and it didn't get through to them. So, didn't hear back from them. Saw uh, Danny and Krishna at the Nam show this past winter, and uh, Danny was like, hey, how's it going? I was like, Going good, how about yourself? And we, we were talking, they were talking about their Roxy show that they were doing name weekend and uh showing off and bragging. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Check out my tattoo, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my new piercing.
5: <laughs>
3: and I was just jokingly like, Hey, you guys looking for a new bass player yet again? And then Danny was like, actually and kinda turned to Christian and Christian was like, What? And uh <laughs> They gave me their EP, told me to learn the songs, that they were going to potentially be looking for a new guy in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Went in there, auditioned, and they pretty much offered me a gig
1: in uh, Arizona. So, we'll work for food, right? Basically. Yeah. How does that feel, Holmes? I mean, you know, like all of a sudden you're jumping into a band that's established, established. <laughs> <laughs> established on the rock and roll strip and around the world. How did that feel?
3: felt awesome because I was following these guys for a long time. I was Mm -hmm. doing other projects in between, trying to get my name out there and build a Mm -hmm. reputation and finally I landed the audition with them and, you know, obviously that I wanted to get the audition two years before when they were looking for a guy it kind of made it that much more special when Ashley did get the audition and immediately got the gig in the band. Right on. Hey, listen,
1: I want to interrupt something real quick because earlier my brother gave a shout-out to Lupe Andrade for her birthday, but she wasn't listening. She just chimed in. How about you guys say a shout-out to Lupe and her son Chris for her birthday? Happy, Happy birthday! birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> and Chris. <Hey> Chris. <laughs> Is it both of their birthdays? No, but it's her birthday, but she wanted to say a shout-out for her, for her son too. There you yeah, go, you Lupe. Know. We did it, okay? Now leave us alone. <laughs> Cheers. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, Okay, so who's, what, t- tell us about the lineup at the Roxy.
4: lineup at the Roxy is uh, a band we played with before called Awaken the Empire, who is rad. They're playing right before us. And then afterward, we have um, Bolt Action Thrill. And
6: Diamond Lane,
4: Diamond Lane, all great bands. There's a couple other bands on the bill as well. One is called Canto. We have we have not seen yet, but I, I'm assuming they're awesome. But we played with Awaken the Empire before, and uh, they're they're a really really good bands. So we recommend everybody show up and check all the bands out. Support the local rock and roll scene. That's what we're trying to do, and we Which hope that everybody
1: kicks does out. as well. And you know what? We've we, we got to go. We're going to give away tickets, uh, and um, we're going to listen to one of your so tracks. So how are we going to give away these tickets? Before we do, I want to just say, listen, guys, uh, my brother and I have been to 11 to 38. They really More are than kick- once, because yeah. they kick your ass. They really are a kick-ass band. They've, they harken back to the days of good rock and roll, but they're bringing it over to the 21st, 22nd century. And uh, we got guitar solos. we got gyrating hips. <laughs> we got banging on the drums and some new guy on the bass, <laughs> and we play
4: a mean meat whistle. <laughs> a rhyme so, so we need to are give. You guys, <laughs> are you guys
1: still doodling?
4: We do- doodle. We uh, <laughs>
1: uh
4: what do we play the thingamajigger. <laughs> so we want to give tickets. Tic- Didgeridoo. We. Well, I hate yeah, to hurry. Didgeridom. I hate to hurry you guys
1: up, but we gotta. We gotta move on. So, but we. So we give away tickets. How are we gonna do this? Are we, we gonna ask trivia questions? Yeah. Or is it just whatever you the guys want us to do? First person to say. But, well, I, make, I haven't come up with something. Yeah, a, we're we're okay. not the pros of this. I'm, I'm, I'm an amateur here. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is, mm. post it on Facebook. Look, don't, you don't, know, never
6: never ask a rock band what they're going to do because it's always going to involve nude photos. So <laughs> you guys there really... There you go. Okay. Post your nude photos on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no,
1: kidding. No no no, 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 no. Okay, listen. No, no. I have it. The first person to log on and say something nice about the new bass player of... Uh, 11 to 38 will win a pair of tickets to their show on Friday the 13th. And at the, the bass players color. and the bass player's name is
3: Justin Emmerd.
1: Oh, oh well. Anyways, first person to log on Facebook <laughs> on our wall, posted on Twin Tuck Show's wall. You will win tickets. Now we gotta go. We're gonna play. A and track. wait a second before I mean, it'll, it if you guys listen to this <laughs> podcast later on, you could still win tickets. Yeah, you just got to post it on our wall on Twin Talk Show. Okay? So now we're going to go to a track. What, what are we going to listen to? Rock, we're going
4: to listen to Rockin' Lola. We just shot a video one so of the videos coming out on the
1: 13th. Awesome. So let's hear a little bit of 11 uh, to 38. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for being here. Re- Thanks, homie. Really honored to be part of it. Really am. We love the
4: show. We've been listening for a while, and we tell everybody about it. It's a great, great show. Awesome. You guys rock. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Appreciate it. When
1: we can get along and not fight too much. <laughs> All right, so toss to the song.
4: This is Rock and Lola.
1: that was Rockin' Lola from Lovin' a 38. And you know what? Uh, I think we have a winner to the, uh, uh, the Let's uh, Compliment Justin. We do. Contest. Her name is Linda Hart. No, it's Dory. Oh, hold on a second. Dory, what, Dory came on and said, <laughs> See, didn't we just talk about this off the air? <laughs> we just talked about this. You're Angel. right. It says, four minutes ago, Dory Savino-Lawrence. Congratulations. Dory home. comes on and she posts on a wall that Justin is amazing, energetic, and a go-getter. Are there mics on? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me turn on the mic. Sorry. So there you go. Dory won, guys. Oh. Congratulations. What's up, Dory? Dory. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> so you know, uh, we really appreciate uh, Thirty Eight here. We appreciate Dory listening. Linda, I'm sorry you lost or you didn't win. It was actually Dory. My brother and I had a discussion before, but as always, we don't see eye to eye. We may have shared the womb, but we don't share opinions. But for all of you who are listening. Not live, but later on via iTunes because we're iTwins, or on our pod on our uh, live podcast sixty five rotation, or on our podcast from our page. You can still have a chance to win. Is that right, guys? Possibly, Possibly. <laughs> while supplies last. Okay, <laughs> while supplies last. If you post on our wall on Twin Talk Show. A nice compliment on Justin, the new bass player. And you get tickets while supplies last. You will get tickets. I always tickets wanted to sh- say that. <laughs> <laughs> while supplies last because it never lasted by the time I got there. I was like, shit, I want to be the one that says it. huh?" <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so now uh, like, as we have uh, been promising you We're going to go to mu- another musical break We wanted to just let you guys know who won And when we come back We have Richard Blade from Rock of the 80s K-Rock back in the day And now on Sirius Legendary X- DJ and VJ And now he's on Sirius XM on the uh, first wave Playing the Rock of the 80s The legendary Richard Blade Stand by, we're going to uh, go to a musical break And we'll be right back with Richard Blade As you all know, Berlin's famous track. Riding on a metro.
5: Yeah, but you know what?
1: As we promised on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I remember doing the sidesteps on that one. You know, when you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, let's get get to our guest, brother. Our, (laughs) Our listeners are waiting for our guest. And as we promised, and we've been telling you all week. A very special guest on our show today. Awesome. 1982, he came to L.A. In a few years, a few months later. Became number number one one DJ. In the West Coast. Later on to create MB3 and Video 1, which paved the way for video television. And for many, many people that watch television here and listen to the radio. Like me, I used to go home right after school, man, grab the cookie jars and, and milk <laughs> and watch it. Did you have the munchies? Is that what was going on? <laughs> anyway, with, you know, no further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Mr. Richard, Richard Blade. Blade. All right. Hey. How you doing, Mr. Blade? Can you hear us? Oh.
8: I'm doing good, Jose and Angel. Now, I would have come to your studio, but I couldn't find it. I was looking everywhere on MapQuest for an undisclosed location garage, (laughs) and it wouldn't come up. When I I googled Jose and Angel, you guys came up, but I couldn't find that undisclosed location, (laughs) so thank goodness I have your cell phone.
1: It's funny, because Tio Luis's garage is close to everything,
8: you know? Well... I was driving around knocking on every garage door and in the end I found a few things inside like an episode of Hoarders, but I figured that wasn't a radio studio. it could be
1: twin talk. Anyway, well thank you so much for uh, you know, coming to Dio Luisa's garage, even if it's via our phone. But uh you know what, we are really honored and we know that a lot of our listeners are big fans and admirers of your work. And uh Oh and-
8: thank you so much and I really appreciate you playing Berlin. As your last song before yeah. you brought me on, because, you know, Terry and I dated back in the day.
1: Yes, I remember. Tell us about that. How was Terry? Was she cool peeps or how was that?
8: Oh, she still is. I mean, one of, one of the coolest girls that you could ever meet. And it's, it's kind of weird because I was working at KNAC before the uh, world famous Gay Rock. Gay Rock. <laughs> uh, and I was uh, in Long Beach um, on Pine Avenue doing the overnight shift. And I went to one of the local little record stores and was looking through, uh, you know, the vinyl that they had then, uh, which was um, under 30. That was before CDs. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the listeners under 20, CDs were before downloads. (laughs) (laughs) And and I saw this uh, single, which said The Metro on it, Berlin. And it had this incredibly gorgeous looking girl on the cover. And I thought they had to be using some supermodel here. And I said, (laughs) I started playing it on KNAC and then when I went to K-Rock um, in the summer of 82 I took the single with me and I put it on the air and I was playing it and I, I came on the air and I said gosh you know I wonder if this girl is the singer or if it's just a model and uh, one of the band members called me up on the request line and said she's the singer awesome. and um, and you know if you want uh, here's her phone number and I called her up and we met the following Monday I was actually working at a club called 321 and I was Bent over, going through a record bin, looking for the Thompson Twins <laughs> on twelve inch, and I heard two words: "nice ass." <laughs> I turned around, and it was Terry Nunn and the rest was history. It's, it's funny; I hear that all the time.
1: And, he, and here, I thought it was your accent.
8: <laughs> oh, th- no, it, it, it was great. And no, but and she was, she's always been so much fun. And, and the amazing thing is, if ever you get to see a Berlin show today. She's better today than she was back then because she's had so much more musical training and experience. Just a great talent.
1: Since we're talking about '80s music, and that's what we we want to talk about the '80s because you know Richard Blade in the '80s are like you know it's, it's like uh, salsa and tacos. <laughs> there you go. gotta have the two together a dip, yeah. You know when you think of the '80s, you think about like Rubik's cubes and 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 John Hughes films and and all kinds of stuff.
8: And Reeboks. It's kind of embarrassing. I have my original high-top Reeboks, which um, actually were like half a size too small, but they're perfect when I do 80s gigs in just for a couple of hours. And I wear my same acid wash jeans, the uh-huh. same ones that I wore on a video beat on a Saturday morning. And I don't know whether I should be embarrassed that they're the original pair that I had, or proud that they still fit me. So
1: so don't worry about it, because my brother still wears the same underwear for the past year. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about Video Beat. That was a, a show here locally on KTLA, correct?
8: That's right, yeah. It was a, a show that um, I produced. I was doing Video 1 at the time, and uh, I wanted to uh, do something that had a little more production and a little more uh, interviews, so I got together with my buddy who was the producer of mb 3 and then of video one a guy called peter facer and i said look let's come up with the show and uh, i came up with the name video beat and we took it to channel five uh, ktla and um I, I did what they call a pitch meeting there and uh, after two minutes of pitching it he goes okay i'll pick it up for 26 weeks and i was like wow. holy now I've got to come up with the money to make the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let's, since we're we're talking about that, you're talking about Video 1 and MV3 and Video Beat, and those were all, I mean, really precursors to MTV and VH1. You were instrumental, I guess, in, in that. Tell us about that.
8: You know, I was really lucky because, uh, you know, I was at K-Rock and... Um, this guy called me up on the request line. A lot of people called me on the request line. You know, Band members from Berlin, and, uh, the director of Girls Just Want to Have Fun called me one day on the request line. But this guy called me on the request line and he said, I'm going to be doing this TV show and uh, I want you to come in and audition. And I said, sure, no problem. And he goes, are you ugly or are you not?
5: <laughs>
8: and I'm, like, no, I'm, I'm not really ugly or anything, you know. Well, Terry
1: Nunn yeah. says you have a great ass.
8: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think a great ass, though. And, uh, so uh, he said, okay, I want you to come in. I said, what do you want me to do? And he said, I want you to do um, 60 seconds on any 80s band. Any band. He didn't say any 80s band because it was the 80s, obviously. <laughs> so... I said okay, and I went in, and uh, it was a studio in Burbank that was a um, is now a uh, Chinese laundry, but back then it was uh, <laughs> converted into a studio.
1: It's funny, Theo <laughs> Luis's garage used to be a Chinese laundry too.
8: <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm going to do next time. I'm going to hunt down Jose and Angel. I'm going to look at every Chinese laundry in town. <laughs> he got me standing in front of uh, what became the giant. TV screen where all the dancers were in front of for MV3, and he said, all right, we're going to roll camera, uh, you know, if you you do as many takes as you want, but I managed to do it in one take, I talked to on Yaz for 60 seconds, oh. you know, this new band, Yaz, yeah. you know, and who they were, and how Vince Clark had formed them after leaving the assembly, and before that, of course, a little band called Depeche Mode, and um, uh, I talked for 60 seconds, and I finished, and he went, okay. And I went, great. And he goes, uh, so you start next Thursday. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he goes, start shooting the show. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay. And he goes, and here's our music. Here's the guy who gets the music videos, a guy called Peter Facer, who became my best friend and still is. And uh, it's, it was his birthday, yeah, just the other day. And um, that was the start of MV3. And it was on in 50 cities around the country. And it was a huge hit everywhere.
1: So, you know, about." One thing that uh, that we, we touched on in the beginning when you said K-Rock is is that really, that's where Richard Blade really blew up. In the city oh, that's be-
8: where Richard Blade started. Now, it before a- before uh, K-Rock, I, I went by my uh, real name, which was Richard Shepherd or Dick Shepherd on the radio.
1: And where did Blade come from?
8: Well, good question. I was at KNAC and it was a little station competing with K-Rock and it had no signal. And when I left, I've been very fortunate in virtually every every place I've worked, I've left on good terms. And um, when I left KNAC, it was to go to But I didn't want to, you know, I was so naive, I didn't want to steal listeners from them. You know, <laughs> it's, it's you know?
1: We don't want to steal listeners from you either, we promise.
8: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I thought, I, I want to go back to my real name, Richard, but I'm quite happy to to lose the Shepherd part, because it's kind of hard, it, you know, it kind of alliterates a little with your, your tongue when you take Richard Shepherd. Right. So right. I wanted to change that, and I literally was waiting to go on the air. I was sitting in the studio waiting to go on the air, and I didn't have a last wow. name. And I grabbed the LA Times calendar section, and I flipped through the calendar section, just looking at words to try and come up with a name, and I looked at Robert Hilburn, who's a reviewer at the time. I was like Richard Hilburn. No, 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 no. And then I, <laughs> I went through all the all the movie sections, and there was it said opening in two weeks, Blade Runner. And I went, that's it, Richard Runner, Richard Runner. <laughs> and I, and the song was finishing. I said, I don't know what the song was. You know, I could tell you a song, but I'd be making it up. I don't know what the song was. And I went. That was so and so on the World Famous K Rock and I'm Richard and I looked at it again and I couldn't and I saw Blade Runner and I went, I'm Richard Blade.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Aren't you glad you weren't watching the trailer to Tootsie? <laughs> oh,
8: yeah. Hi, I'm Richard Tootsie. <laughs> hey, so, hey,
1: Richard, that's a thank you, Ridley Scott. <laughs> that's a great story, but you know, if you were from uh from where we're from, you'd be called Ricardo Machete. <laughs>
8: you know, it's so funny because occasionally, you know, I, I've I've been very fortunate, and and so many uh, listeners and friends of mine are Hispanic in origin, and you know, second, third generation Americans, but having you know Hispanic roots, uh-huh. and um, occasionally I call myself Ricardo Bladés.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah, that sounds
5: cool. <laughs> and,
8: You know, I've been really lucky, it's funny, me and Morrissey, we both have a lot of Hispanic fans, and God bless them, you know, Morrissey and I had had an in-depth conversation about that once, why so many of his fans are from Mexico and from south of the border, and um, I said I think it's because your lyrics appeal to them, because you you sing to, uh, your, your lyrics are written for a group of people in England. that are are disenfranchised, that don't Uh really have have a place, that sometimes aren't accepted by society. And I said, and unfortunately, in in America, often Mexicans aren't accepted Mm. in society the way that they should be. I Mm. said, you can run across kids who are second, third, fourth generation Americans, but a lot of the biased people, a lot of stupid racist people, still look at them as, excuse me, wetbacks, Mm know his you know spix whatever uh-huh. and and put them down that way and I said your lyrics because you sing about people in England that don't fit in appeal to the Hispanics because they are looked down upon by so many ignorant people and uh, he went oh my god <laughs> you might be right <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and God bless the Hispanic culture you know and the sun, and the air.
1: Now, Richard, and I love the fact that I'm calling him Richard. Is that cool, Richard? Yeah, no, it's Richard. absolutely, it's Richard. <laughs> so, Richard, let's talk about the phenomenon, because, you know, the 80s, um, the music, one thing that I like to say about the 80s music is that in particular, the genre that you were covering on K, the world-famous K-rock, K-Rock, is...
8: Oh, come on, guys. You have to do it. Come on. You have to drop your voice. Go
1: okay. All right. Here we go. K-Rock. K-rock.
8: That's good. That's good.
1: <laughs> from, from Pasadena.
8: That's it. You got it.
1: So here's the deal. You, What I really... Uh, um, uh, I like to think about when I go back to, and listen to '80s music or a, the alternative music, a, a new wave music from K Rock of the, of the '80s was that the sound was so diverse. You know, you mm. you could listen to Haircut One Hundred, that's got sort of a ska little thing going, and then you could listen to Depeche Mode, and then and 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 then the ska. It was so diverse. Tell us I'm about that. I'm on a Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican
5: <laughs> radio.
8: You know, you, you guys are 100% right. I, you know, I was just doing my Sirius XM show today, and I, I said that about Classic Alternative, which is what they call it now, that it was so diverse, and it, it wasn't locked into one thing. And that was the amazing thing about the 80s. You know, there was so many different genres of music. You know, we could play UB40, which was reggae, and then we'd play Bauhaus, which was goth, mm-hmm. and then we'd play... Haircut One Hundred, which had that scar and an acoustic guitar in it, right. and then you play OMD, which was all electronic. I mean, it was it was just amazing. Uh, it, the the way the range of music that was out there was phenomenal. And in the early nineteen eighties, to me, it was almost like the uh, uh, the early nineteen sixties must have been, mm. because we had a new band come on the scene almost every week that we had to learn the name of, and boy, they were weird names at the time. <laughs> right now we think of them as, as normal names, but, you know, a block of seagulls, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty wacky, and then Tears from Fears. Wall of Voodoo,
1: Adamant. Yeah,
8: Wall of Voodoo and Spandau Ballet, and, I mean, every week there was a new band, and when we say these bands... I mean, they mean something special to you, Angel, and to you, Jose, and yes. to me. Yeah. I mean, I say tears for tears, and we all have our thoughts of favourite songs and memories and where we were when Mad World was on the radio, or where we were when Everybody Wants to Rule the World came on. Right. But back then, it they were new bands, and then there was, you know, Wham! UK. You know, <laughs> they had, they had to be called Wham! UK for the first twelve months, so they had enough money to buy the rights to Wham! Because <laughs> there was a band in Florida with the same name. Wow. I mean. These groups just came along out of the blue and made so much great music. You know, Talk Talk and Duran Duran, all the double-barreled names. And it was a phenomenal (laughs) time to be on the air. And and, and musically, it was a golden age for radio because we had a a program director called Rick Carroll. And he's, he's unfortunately passed away. But he created this classic alternative format when stations like KISS FM, who are still very good and very vibrant today, wouldn't play bands. We would, you know, we were the first to play Madonna. We were the first station to play Michael Jackson uh, Uh. when he put out um, Thriller. And at the time, you know, MTV wouldn't play Michael Jackson. You know, we got the world premiere on MV3 yeah. of um, Billy Jean because MTV wouldn't play him because he was black. Hmm.
1: I remember the first time I heard Michael Jackson's Beat It was on KROQ one late night. I forget the DJ, but it was a woman, and she said, listen to this, uh, Eddie Van Halen from Van Halen plays the guitar solo. And I was, what? <laughs> And then that oh, first yeah. beat that came That
8: was up. probably Dusty Street introducing that. You know, I remember uh, taking in with me uh, to K-Rock and playing on the air Physical Attraction from Madonna. Wow. We used to play. We played Physical Attraction and then Burning Up. And then Borderline became a huge hit on Kiss. And we stopped playing Madonna at the time because she was then, you know, on Kiss and a station called KIQQ, which mm-hmm. is long gone. Uh-huh. Now,
1: now, Richard, you dropped a lot of names. Um, when it comes to 80s music, all of that brings me back. to Those are fantastic songs, fantastic groups. What, what act of the 80s really encapsulates the 80s music for you?
8: Well, I have so obviously so many favorites and so many memories from the 1980s, but my all-time favorite band, period... If I if I was, you know, dropped on a desert island and uh, you guys, you know, Jose and Angel came up and said, you can only take <laughs> one band's music with you to play on your solar powered, you know, MP3, <laughs> uh, what would it be? Then I have to bow down to the boys from Basildon and say, without a doubt, the biggest electronic band in the world is also my favorite band, you know, and it. Uh, w- without a doubt it has to be Depeche Mode fantastic
1: ah. uh, yes yes
5: indeed
8: so yeah. Depeche Mode didn't invent electronic music you know that honor maybe goes to Kraftwerk um, and maybe you know bands like Gary Newman Gary and Owen yeah. Preceded uh Depeche Mode Depeche Mode without a doubt under the tutelage of uh, both Vince Clark and then Martin Gore took uh, electronic music and gave it a soul mm-hmm. and from the, the slower songs that they did, such as Sacred and of course Black Celebration and Blasphemous Rumors, through to their up-tempo music like Strange Love and World of My Eyes and Policy of Truth, you know, there there is, to me, no band that represents the 80s better than Depeche Mode, and I became great friends with the guys. Uh, I was involved in helping Dave Gahan get into rehab after his second suicide attempt, awesome. and... To me, just as the, the, the 80s finished with one particular song, to me the 80s ended when Kurt Cobain played the opening notes of Smells oh. Like Spirit. Yeah. That was the end of the 1980s. To me, the 1980s music began in 1981 with the opening of a brilliant track that I still play at every 80s gig. And that's Depeche Mode's Just Can't Get Enough. And if you guys want to play that for me, then I will introduce it like I'm on K-Rock again. Fantastic.
1: Fantastic. Let's do that. For our listeners, uh, for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Mr. Richard Blade, please go ahead and toss to that your your song.
8: Okay. Right now, what I want to do is play you one of my all-time favorite bands. And this is a song that I don't think I've ever played an 80s gig and not put on the turntables and watch the dance floor get packed. So for all the listeners of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, wherever they might be at their undisclosed location, hidden in that garage, here is the ultimate 80s classic in my mind. It's Depeche Mode from an album called Speak and Spell. Ladies and gentlemen, with the mode, we just can't get enough.
9: And I just can't get enough. You're like an angel, and you give me your love, and I just can't seem
1: to get enough. And that was the Pesh mode with "I Just Can't Get Enough," as you guys have been listening. I was kind around the garage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brother, sit down, man, sit down. Okay. <laughs> As if you've been listening to us, uh, the legendary Richard Blade is on the phone with us on Twin Talk with Jose. Or Angel. in Spanish, Richard Blades uh, or <laughs> Rica- Ricardo Blades,
8: <laughs> Ricardo Machetes. You still with us, Richard? Oh, I, I like the Ricardo Machete. I think I'm going to stay with that one and drop the blunt.
1: <laughs> I'm going to toss a word and whatever comes to mind, kind of stream of consciousness, and, and, and we'll just play along. Are you going to play along with us?
8: Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you want one word back or do you want, you know, a thought
1: back? A, th- a thought is good.
8: Okay, perfect, okay. guys.
1: Here we go. IZOD. IZOD? IZOD. IZOD.
8: <laughs> IZOD. Logos. Uh, members only. <laughs> uh, 80 parties and cold nights, grab the eyes on, pull it on and get warm and look super cool. Awesome.
1: Put the, oh. put the collar up. Put the collar up, the little collar, half collar. little
8: baby collar, yeah.
1: Yeah, with a belt around it. Wasn't that weird? Okay, here's another one. How about George?
8: Michael, without a doubt. George Michael. Uh, as much as I love boy George. You know, George Michael, just an incredible artist, an incredible performer. And the other day, you know, I, I hate to say this, I, I you know, because it sounds like real ego and stuff, but I Googled myself <laughs> <laughs> and I saw a YouTube interview that I did completely unedited. It must have been put up by someone who worked for mb 3 It had all of the, you know, um, me tossing to commercial and then us talking in between. And it had... Uh, George Michael and Andrew and Pepsi and Shirley and me all dressed up in black, and I remember that day so clearly, because I interviewed them in the afternoon, and then they said, can we do your radio show? And I said, sure, and I brought them in on the radio the next day, and I interviewed them, and I played Bad Boys, and I flipped it over and played Young Guns, because they were both on the same 12-inch, and then uh, went to commercials. And a commercial came on for the 321 Club in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. And George was listening, and then the next commercial came on, and he looked at me and he goes, How much is it to get into the uh-huh. 321? <laughs> I'm not sure. And he goes, Could we get in? And, and I said, George, I'll put your name on the guest list. And he came down to the 321 Club with Pepsi and Shirley and Andrew, and I. And while they were there, I played Young Guns, and he looked at me, and he goes, could we sing along with it? (laughs) And I stopped stopped the song, and I said, we've got this band, Wham! UK, here. They were on my radio show this morning, and everyone cheered because they'd heard them. Uh And uh, they want to sing along. And I gave them uh, a a, 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 a a wireless microphone. It was a wired mic. And they uh, did Young Guns, and they liked it so much, I flipped it over, like I did on the radio, and I played Bad Boys. And that was Wham!'s first ever live performance in america Ah, what a great story yeah when i hear george i have to think george
9: michael
1: all right i got another one here uh reaganomics
8: bullshit (laughs) <laughs> right. On. I'm so sorry, but I have to say that I know I I, I shouldn't. But for me, it was you know a lot of people made a lot of money in the 80s. I did well in the 80s, but a lot of people screwed got screwed over. Hey,
1: Richard, are, are you sure you're from England? You're not. You're not from Mexico,
5: Holmes. Come on.
8: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know we England. Don't well, believe it or not has a, have a lot in common. You know, even though. England was a massive world power. It's gone through a lot of uh, a, a lot of upheaval over the last fifty or sixty years and um, I, I'll tell you, you know there's something about Mexican people that is so genuine and so honest, you know that if you don't open yourself and embrace it, there's something wrong with you.
1: Uh, that's what I've been saying for a long time. Now, Richard, I got one more word for you, and then I want to talk about what, you, if it's okay, what you're doing now. Sure, absolutely. Okay, one more word. Radio screwed up. Mm. Oh,
8: unfortunately, you know, uh, radio—the last golden age of radio. it's not to say there won't be another one. Was was the 80s, the 60s, the golden age of radio with, you know, uh, over here there was so many stations came on and FM came on, it was wonderful, and in England pirate radio and the BBC radio one, but then thanks to another word that we used, the Reaganomics, Mm -hmm. you know, business was allowed to own more than uh, five stations in one city, and so Clear Channel and CBS and all these, you know, Citadel came in and bought up all these stations and stopped the smaller stations were being owned by Mom and Pop and willing to take a chance and suddenly everything became a, at the bottom line and uh, Young entrepreneurs, like Angel and Jose, had no chance to buy a radio station themselves because suddenly, instead of the station being worth six hundred thousand, it was suddenly valued at believe it or not six hundred million wow. and, and it, it it all became corporate it all became voice tracked if you go to Boston, if you go to Washington, if you go to Los Angeles you hear exactly the same voices doing the same show. Mm. And to me, that stifles creativity. All I can say is thank God for the Internet and thank God for Satellite because that's now making it more of a level playing field. And the, the irony is FM radio, by and large, has not responded well to the Internet and to Satellite. They haven't known what to do. And when I was at Star ninety eight point seven, which was horrible, and I apologized to anyone who listened to me there, I went there just for the money and <laughs> left after two years, uh, and I hated myself for doing it. Um, we still we love a, you,
1: Richard. We still love you. Yeah,
8: you know, but I'm, I'm honest about it, you know. And, and we had a meeting, and the program director said to us, "What we need to get better ratings is a logo, a new logo, a new oh my slogan. Goodness, you know, what can we come up with?" And. <laughs> I looked at her in this meeting and I said, star ninety-eight point seven for the nineteen songs that you don't already have in your iPod." Yeah, <laughs> and she said, "That's not funny." And I, said, I said, "It's not meant to be funny. Maybe we should play more than nineteen songs."
5: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
8: And she said, "No, you know, I think we should tighten up a little bit more." Oh my gosh! Oh. And that was the end. I was like. Thanks. Good night. See that you is, later.
1: That is so true. And we appreciate your purism and, and the fact that you believe in and, and what you're doing. And what is it? What is Richard Blade doing now for the listeners that, uh, if, if there are, because I know everyone's still following you, but those few that don't know what Richard Blade is doing?
8: Well, I'm now on satellite, which is great. I've been with uh, Sirius XM for about six years. I'm on first wave. Um, our time, I'm on the uh, West Coast time from noon until six. And uh, it's Channel 22 on Sirius and 44 on XM, and I play all your favorite rock A-rock. music, all the classic alternative. So if you tune in, you're going to hear OMD, you're going to hear Depeche Mode, you're going to hear New Order, Pet Shop Boys in Excess. And I do that every day, uh, which is why I, was, I, I just, you know, I'd love to have come in and, and really found your garage, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just craze doing the show. And then I do lots of also gigs. I've always worked in clubs, you know, like I said at the beginning of the interview, I met Terry Nunn in the club. Yeah. You know, I, I do lots of club gigs and lots of private parties, lots of weddings and fortieth birthdays and reunions because I love to DJ live. I'm not someone who's who and, just, and, you know, pretends to be a DJ. I actually started in the clubs and I'll probably finish in the clubs. You know, and, that's the way and, I've always been.
1: I want to say to our listeners that you that's absolutely right. I ran, I had the good fortune to run into you at one of these 80s parties, and I felt like a high school kid again. It was awesome.
8: Well, you know, it's great. You know, <laughs> what, what's wrong with playing the music and dancing behind the DJ console? You know, it keeps me young, and God knows I need to be kept young because I've been doing it long enough. Yeah. And it, it's just its so much fun. And also, when you go back on the radio you know what songs the listeners like yeah. because you've seen how they respond to it. Uh-huh. And because of Sirius and XM and being nationwide, I now get to do gigs around the country. You know, I've got gigs coming up uh, in a couple of weeks in Colorado. Awesome. And then uh, in Miami and uh, one in, uh, two more in New York. And it, it's so much fun to be able to do that. Uh, to me, I'm about, I love the audience because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a job. I love the equipment because I'm, uh, I'm a geek. And I love the music because I'm a
1: fan. <laughs> You're a cool geek. So now, Richard, um, before, we, before we go, we would like to um, give you an opportunity to let everyone know where they can find you or, or whatever, because people want to find I, I know they're going to say, where's Richard?
8: Oh, absolutely. Well, the easiest place, uh, well, first my website is richardblade.com. And then if you want to find me on Facebook, I'll give you two Facebook pages. The first one, you can't add me as a friend because I reached my friend limit, so I had to do an official page. But you can always follow me there, uh, you know, check it out. But I I do the same posts on both Facebook pages. The first one where you can't add me as a friend is facebook.com forward slash Richard Blade. But if you go to my official page, and it's me who does it. I don't have a webmaster or anything like that. It's me who posts on it all the time. So if you put a post up there, I see it. It goes to me. Uh, The other one is the Richard Blade, uh, uh, sorry, Facebook.com Richard Blade page. And that's me. Click like. You'll be my friend. I'll be yours. And then we can post back and forth. No restrictions. Whatever you want. You make any comments on my shows. Uh, you can see what gigs I've got coming up and all that kind of stuff. But that's Facebook.com, Richard
1: Blade page. Fantastic. Richard, thanks so much for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. It's a real honor. We hope that you will accept an invitation to our garage some sometime in the near future.
8: I would love to join you guys in person, and that way we can, you know, I can ask you some questions. I go, okay, so Jose and Angel... How did you come up with the idea of Twin Talk and how long have you been into the music and what's your favorite 80s band? So we'll get into it. And then all three of us together on the count of three, we'll go...
1: K-Rock. Rock. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Richard,
0: Richard Blaine. Blaine. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel.
1: There you go. That was an awesome awesome interview with mr richard blade we are so honored that he was uh richard to do blade it. is a cool cat i was uh, fortunate to meet him in person one time and that smile is for real guys he is a good soul but i don't have to tell you you've already heard it you know what guys it, listen share our podcast with as many people as uh, you know that love richard blade and in the 80s uh, and as many people as you know because you listen to us and tell them what it's all about. Yes, our show... Our, because uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel kicks ass can. As you know, our, all our shows are uh, archived on our webpage after the day after they go live. And they go on rotation on our Live 365 radio station. Just search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you could also get them on iTunes. iTunes. Search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Share it with your friends. You could download it for free. You could subscribe to our podcast. Download it for free and just... Link it to your friends. And check out our sponsors and let them know that you heard it on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. You know why? They're making this happen for us and we're making it happen for you. So let's show, let's show some love. Yeah, if you click on the, our sponsors' links um, and you go, for instance, and, and like them on their Facebook pages or you go actually patronize their businesses, mention our names, they will mention Twin Talk. They will give you a discount. Because we're live Because like that. Cause that's everybody. how we roll So now we're going to go Oh wait, wait a second First uh, well, Let's tell our listeners On our next show We have Zapoteca Roots They're a cool ass fusion Of cumbia and reggae So look out for that Yeah look out for that Next week on, on Tuesday night But before we go My brother's got his chill lounge And uh, so stand by And listen to my brother's Chill lounge Relationships, like the relationship of the tree with earth or of the bird with wind, like the relationship of man with nature or with each other, even the relationship with yourself, like the invisible yet powerful current of energy within our bodies, the divine flows within relationships. However, sometimes blinded by the ego we maneuver through relationships unaware or indifferent to the deep impact we have on each other and the world this causes separation separation from each other nature the divine and ultimately from harmony and peace consider this as the earth gives life to the tree or as the wind gives flight to the bird. Empty yourself and give freely to all. Chill, one love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge, and thus endeth another twin talk with jose and angel well let me say something this is not angel's chill lounge it's angel at the chill lounge angel at the chill lounge from deal luis's garage because the chill lounge is universal it's not mine and it doesn't come from me but it is for everybody <laughs> thanks for listening to twin talk with jose and angel we want to thank love and a 38 for joining us again at the luis's garage and make sure you go to the show because they rob yes Friday the 13th at the legendary Roxy Theater. And thank you to all our new listeners because of Richard Blade and Love in the 38. Please listen again. We love you guys. We want you guys back. We really we want to thank Mr. Richard Blade for being so gracious and joining us on our show today. He was fantastic. We thank you for all those years of awesome music and just a great vibe. We look forward to many more. Catch him on Sirius XM Radio. On the uh, first wave Thank you Ricardo Machete and See we'll, you again we we'll check you guys out next week Ciao